0: Hey everyone, it's Tom Gradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Term show, Nick and I sit down with Jordan Anderson of Bitbuy. And listen, in the last podcast that we released about a week ago, we did kind of a 2022 preview where we get into real estate and population trends in this area and interest rate trends and what we kind of think is going to happen over the next year, our best guess anyway. And there's another area that's just fascinating right now, and it's the entire area of digital finance. So with bringing back Jordan Anderson, who is the COO of BitBuy, the chief operating officer, we just wanted to have a chat about that space. And he was kind enough to come back. I think this is his third visit back on the show. And BitBuy, if you have not heard, is in the middle of a, a deal with Kevin O'Leary's company called WonderFi. And they're in the middle of a deal right now where WonderFi is going to be buying the parent company of BitBuy. I think it's for about $206 million. So this space is absolutely exploding. And when we started. Rockstar, and we have this podcast, Your Life, Your Terms. It's all about you know trying to get ahead for our families and protect the financial fu- future of our families and build the financial future of our families. So the reason that we enjoy chatting with people like Jordan is he gives us insight into a space that is brand new for many of us. And we dive into stable coins. We didn't realize we were gonna talk about stable coins, but if you hear us mention stable coins in this episode, basically what they are is a digital representation Of fiat currency so they're like a digital representation of the US dollar or a digital representation of the Canadian dollar so when you hear us talk about stable coins that's what those are and pay attention to that space even if you're not into it at all it's worth knowing this stuff and just keeping tabs on what's going on because it's absolutely exploding and if you are listening to this and you also want to marry some of this type of stuff with real estate you can always come out to our our introductory training class. We do that live once a month. I think in January we're actually gonna do it twice because of demand. You can register for that at CanadianRealEstateTraining.com and that's where we, Nick and I are live, on that and we go through all the different strategies we're using with investors right now in 2022. So the properties, the cities we're going to, the cash flow numbers. So if you wanna learn how other Canadians are diving into their real estate investment market right now to pick up some hard assets for their families, you can register for our next class at CanadianRealEstateTraining.com. That's it with the intro. Let's get on with this show with Jordan Anderson from Bitbuy. Okay, we are live with uh, Jordan Anderson from BitBuy and my younger brother. Notice how I always say younger brother now. That's Plus, fine. I think your headset's on backwards. Just you the forgot way it sitting on your ears no, is I'm, definitely on I'm backwards. I'm
2: trying to... I actually don't want it sitting the way oh, it hurts your heads. ears?
0: You have I've, sensitive ear lobes? You have you, sensitive ear When lobes. you
2: introduce me, it's supposed to be younger and smarter and stronger. That's, yeah, I don't, that's dude, better. I don't lie.
0: That's okay. <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> just younger. Uh, uh, dude, I didn't know you had sensitive ear lobes. That's nice that you're... you're <laughs> jordan's boys, here
1: boys, Mick, when did this turn into a comedy
2: show yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> do you notice i just ignore it and then move on I just wait for him to stop he can laugh at his own joke and then we move on okay. it's, it's like all part right. it's part of the thing we got to do okay, jordan yeah
0: jordan do you have siblings i don't think we've ever asked uh
1: sisters sisters speak yeah come, to come closer to the mic all yeah, two I'll, sisters two sisters
0: yeah older younger both both Older? One, one older, one older, one young. and one younger. Oh, sorry, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't confuse it's that. Pretty easy to Yeah, I got you, me George. And you guys are got, driving yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get along with them, okay? Now you're record. this is all being recorded, so I don't know what you're gonna oh, say, yeah, but they're, they're the
1: best sisters yeah. in the <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah, okay, I could have got it, okay? We'll move on.
0: So, um, before we get into some of the the you know, news on BitBuy and stuff, we need to ask. When is Bitcoin going to hit 100000 US dollars? And we're going to hold you to this, Jordan. Is it happening this Wednesday or next Wednesday?
1: Well, you're asking the right question, when? Because you're not asking, oh. is. Oh, yeah, if, yeah, 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 yeah. If or is it, it going yeah, to happen? Exactly. So does... Oh, so you're does, on board. You think it's going to hit Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it, it's heading there.
0: Do you guys at Bitbuy ever have So it? So
1: really, we should we shouldn't even be asking that question because it's going <laughs> to hit. So... I let's like it. Be, well, Tommy, just be patient. Tom made a big, has
2: made big, big promises to a lot of people. So Sit,
1: sit back and enjoy the oh, ride, gosh. right, Tom?
0: Yeah, no, I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the ride. Yeah. I like seeing Everybody people freak out. And continue to enjoy the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is interesting because when the price starts moving up, everyone thinks they haven't bought enough. And as soon as it starts coming down, every, I, get, I get text messages and emails like, Tom, is this thing, you know, is, is, I, it's two. Is this still a good thing to own? And other people are, are, is this the bottom? Should I be buying now? So some right. people are still aggressive, but they want to know if somehow I know if this is the bottom and they should be buying. Is it a good price to buy? That's the language. Right. Is now a good price to buy? Right. And I just tell them, we just buy whenever we can.
1: Right. <laughs> Always. Uh, it's just the, getting... The thing is, is like for 100K, I'm almost at the point where it's like, like, I'm like, I know it's going to get there, but I'm like, take as long as you want, because once it hits, what are we going to do then? What are we going to talk about? then? yeah, yeah. Oh, you know? we're talk
0: about two hundred and fifty k. Okay, <laughs> no, but no, but it's, uh, that's interesting. You think it's going to go there at some point? Where is that coming from? Just the confidence in, in Bitcoin, or you know, for me, it's always like, well, they're just going to print more Canadian dollars and more American dollars. Yeah, so priced the, it's in the, dollars, it's,
1: it's the formula. It's the it's it's just inevitable. It's just it's just the it's just everything that's happening outside of Bitcoin, and then the way that Bitcoin's mathematically programmed. Where. We're just we're heading there, boys. Uh, look at where look at how far we came in twenty twenty one. Right, look just at where see, we closed and look at where we yeah. finish.
2: And I I just see the amount of money going into the space in general. So not just Bitcoin, but I'm just like, it it's like it's the new space. It, it it's it's what the technology, like computer companies and internet companies were twenty years ago. It is the new space for all this stuff, and there's you know there's going to be growth there. And this If this is the foundation of it If it maintains the foundation of it Which I think it will There's got to be value there with it
1: It's a black hole It's just going to suck up All of the traditional fiat money Slowly but surely For the next 10 years And we get to sit back And watch it happen How lucky are we? Do
0: you ever doubt that thought? Because I agree I I agree But do you ever doubt that thought? Do you uh, sometimes do you think Oh Because I'm just interested You're in your early 30s I used to
1: I used to but not anymore. Why? I just think my conviction is that strong.
0: Do you have those kinds of conversations inside BitBuy or no? Is it just because you guys have been growing so much, there's other things, operational challenges, growth, hiring?
1: Yeah, we don't, we don't talk about it. We just, I think it's just like, that's just like almost taboo. Hmm. Like, I, but, but I think that there's just so much to talk about with BitBuy itself. That everybody's so focused that no one's thinking about the price of Bitcoin. They're just, you know. Yeah, heads down just, running. Well, they're just, yeah, they're just, oh, how, let's, let's grow that feature. Let's grow that division. Let's add that feature. Let's improve this, you know. What, put oh, out that fire. Yeah, <laughs> dur-
2: yeah, during the day. And then they glance, every once in a while, they glance at the price. Because ha- if you're surrounded by it all day,
1: volume's a big like, thing, volume, trading volume.
2: Huh, that's and that and
1: that's price determined as well, so it's like, oh, you know what's happening with volume this month? are we up like especially on the you know the account management side, you know oh, we're a little slow this month, volume that's down. interesting, so
0: you guys can almost see the public sentiment just based on volume
1: volume, yeah, and you know our volume's public,
0: so is yeah. your volume public yeah yeah, I think How,
2: there was a list. Last time when you when you were on, there was like a website where you could yeah. see the volume of all the exchanges, So you right? mean you,
0: you could yeah. see Bitbuy's exchange volume? Yeah, every day. Really? On CoinMarketCap, yeah.
2: Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. They, we, we looked it up last time. I forget what okay. it was last time. I'd imagine it's, yeah, grown, coin it's market, grown over coin, time. Uh,
1: CoinMarketCap. You know, oh, wow. Which is the most trafficked site in the industry and Binance owns it. And they have like over a thousand exchange, exchanges listed there. And part of the... Uh, requirement to have your exchange listed there is to show all your different trading pairs and the volume and that's the data side of this business the data side of the crypto industry is huge
0: okay so then you guys get to see volume which gives you some insight just into public sentiment because you can just see how much is coming in i guess those could be buy or sell orders or swapping from one to another bitcoin to something else that's interesting what and i guess then you guys volatility
1: drives volume so when the price moves one way or another, volume's usually up.
0: Okay. So for then for the last two months, then if I was to guess without even looking at coin metrics, your volume has been lower than average just because That's the correct. price has been so sta- st- stable. Yeah, I say yeah. that choppy. As, flat. Yeah. Yeah, choppy. exactly.
1: Yeah. Like November, um, uh, October, it kind of went September and then we went up in volume in October, then up in volume again in November and then down a bit in December.
0: Got it. Because out of the summer came, you know, we hit 30k in the summer. Then it kind of came out of that. So September and October kind of rocketed the volume a little bit. And in
1: November, we hit that new all-time high.
0: Yeah. Was that November? Yeah. God, it seems like six months ago. That was only November. -November. Okay. (laughs) Holy smokes. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I didn't think of it that way. Volatility drives volume on the exchanges. So what other insights do you guys just get casually? Do some people like um, I call him Santiago, but you say San- Santi, I think. Yeah. Santiago uh, yeah. and Vit, another guy yep. on your team. Yep. Do these guys, I guess, you guys hear other requests for other types of coins? That's something yep. else that you probably get informally? Yep. Is that how you got? Because I think BitBuy now has things like Solana and a few other ones that you guys didn't have like a year ago. Yeah. Is that what drives some of those decisions? You just hear the requests, or no,
1: you see well, it from the industry as a whole, and then BitBuy decides they want to add it? Well, yeah, because on the OTC side, there's some trading of uh, some additional coins there. And then um, and then so there's then the demand to then add those coins to the accounts. Right? Got it. And so, so it's so coming we were, from your clients. So there was some trading of those coins and then
0: mm-hmm. added yeah, to got the it. accounts.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, we, yeah, definitely a lot of that. We run surveys, too, and okay. you know, we survey the, the clients and ask them. You know, we'll put t- Twitter posts up. What coins do you want to see next? So, um, and then we also have other determining factors. Like we'll look at um, trading volume, market cap, um, look, places where the liquidity can be sourced and uh, the, all these different factors. Oh, yeah, because
0: just sourcing the liquidity of some of the things you're going to offer. Yeah, got it. Mm-hmm. So there are a whole bunch of different things
1: to I'm think about. There's going a market. Yeah. Mar- yeah. The market makers. <laughs> okay. That can, so, uh, that can then come in and trade those coins as well.
0: Okay, so then another question for you, um, and I don't know how much you can answer for regulatory reasons. So just sure. however you want to handle this, but stable coins—that seems like a growing space it's coming. that's going to be. He- yeah, is it coming? Yeah, I, I feel like it's going to be heavily regulated. We're a
1: little late on the stable coin. You um, think so? Like, well, we don't have any right now, mm-hmm. but um,
0: you're going to be bringing them. You think?
1: No, we. W- yeah, we are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can say it. Uh, yeah, I think you guys you, have put it uh, out. USDC. Yeah. That's, oh, you that's are? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think not I've read that somewhere.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Circle feel that quote. that one, USDC specifically, I mean, there's Bitcoin, which I definitely love. There's no doubt. I just want to make that clear. I love Bitcoin. Okay. I just need to make that very clear. I and I think of knew. Bitcoin very differently than everything else. But the stable coins are interesting because when I see people transacting around the world who might not have access to Fedwire or, you know, US banking, that's interesting because that opens up a lot of doors for some people transacting in business that maybe they couldn't before so the liquidity requirements of stable coins seems almost endless right now whether we go to a bitcoin world where the unit of account becomes bitcoin or not right now and probably for the next several years stable coins seem super interesting
1: could you guys see real estate transactions getting settled in stablecoin? Yeah, i never really
0: thought about that but i guess we, not, we, yeah,
1: we probably like, I think could. Why I, I not? think
2: if
0: there's like auditing and
2: insight into it and they know the bad Holy shit the banks are why.
1: fucked. Wiring's yeah. not that bad. It's like like oh. how how much better is stablecoin than wiring? I guess wiring's pretty bad. Oh yeah.
0: Wiring's pretty bad because if you're trying yeah. to close a real estate transaction, the wire you don't I, It it just sucks. Everything about wiring sucks. The, the
1: one the one thing though about wiring and, you know, I'm just putting on my little banker hat here is the fact that you have to go to the bank and someone's there and be like you sent that wire like that's got to cut down on some fraud that's kind of why we we have wire versus uh got it. bill payment but, but like on our, someone sitting at home and just like you know how you can just add the payee and like send oh yeah because like i've done that before through yeah. some
2: of our, when we've through some other purchases like through gold and stuff like that and have just paid as a bill payment even though it was an online order before we picked it up yeah so that's why you guys do the wire because the wire like the the reason i said it sucked is like you know let's say right now the price is down I'm like oh I'd like to throw some more money into Bitcoin and um i'm like oh man okay i gotta get to the bank and i gotta do this and i gotta you know send in the form mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. and i'm
0: like yeah. it'd be nice just to be like, take a busy guy i gotta take a picture of my take a picture of my day. receipt yeah. and send it over to Bitbuy. by yeah. yeah. here's it's my here's experience. my picture of my wire that i sent you and it's
2: such an old and then and then uh, and wiring if you're ever wiring between countries i mean my
0: god oh, when yeah. we had to do that into oh. europe like
1: and you're like worried because you're like putting in those additional yeah, iban yeah. or yes like I, they also like treat you
0: like a criminal though why where is this money going why is it going and, and where is it going and there's
1: no like crash course on like what's the difference between iban no. swift yeah and then there's the other there's, account no just your straight up account and then, and then in the u.s you have uh, a, uh ach
2: mm. oh i don't think i've ever wired that's actually like, into the u.s that's like the yeah. equivalent
1: of eft but that's like within their borders got it and so oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is like, what's the H I, I literally always just think it's a miracle if it gets and there. And an inter, intermediary bank, so it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like doing bank hops. Bank hops. Yeah, that <laughs>
2: that's the thing that just gets me. Now, Now, once you get into the crypto world and you just see how quickly things settle, and you're just like, oh my... So when you go into the legacy system to do stuff like that, it just seems strange. Like, it's hard the to... The benefit even, in the bank's bank, oh, defense... Oh, and then it
1: gets stuck. I think it's lost. Has yeah, never ever happened to you guys? No. no, no, no. I think I don't one want on a happen. small wire for me, it did. It
0: didn't did make it? it. But that, and that's in the defense of the banking system, it comes back. Yes. They can yes. actually track it back to you, which is <laughs> kind of nice. Whereas, right. whereas here, if you screw it up, you're out of luck. If you send a stable coin yeah. to the wrong address, it's settled. But there's a
1: validator usually. So it's like, like yeah, if it's an actual real address, like a wrong address that actually exists, you're, you're in shit. But... If it's just like you're making a typo and you're adding a digit. Oh, it'll tell it's you, it's yeah, like this vali- is your proper address. Right. So at least there's that.
0: Yeah. But I but I think stable coins, there is a place for them because they settle quickly and it's final. Whereas wires, I feel like if you're selling someone a property, I don't know. I feel like you've wired the money and it's like, okay, did, it, did this settle? I always feel like the banks can claw it back. Yeah. Like I, I feel like the bank's I, can I, reach into I, your account at any moment and say, oh, well, we told you it was there, but there was an error, and we just clawed it all right. back.
1: Right. And you know what I love? TX IDs. So it's like when you set, like, so I'll do a lot of payments in uh, stablecoin or Bitcoin or whatever, and then it's like, I sent the payment, and here's the link to prove it. And then you, yeah. like, hyperlink yeah, I never to the thought blockchain of to, like, uh, so for with... Um, you know, USDC, you're sending over ERC-20, which is the Ethereum network, and then you send the TXID from Etherscan, and then it's like they, the, the person you're sending the money to or the company you're sending Can the see. money to clicks it, and then they see, it's like, there's the amount right there. There's 100 yeah. block confirmations or whatever, how many block confirmations. It, it's cool. Like, <laughs> and and I, they're I, like, where's I, the money? It's like
0: I bought something from France, and they, I made a Lightning Network payment from okay. their website right. it said pay in bitcoin on the bitcoin blockchain or do you want to use a lightning payment i used a lightning payment i hit i swear i hit payment it said instantly the payment was done the guy emailed me i feel like from france 30 seconds later okay yeah see the payment you know we're good i was like what the heck just happened That's it incredible. was it was incredible it's
1: incredible, incredible. you're so, sending money at the speed of light
2: the the div, the, the one thing we didn't <laughs> talk about with the banks too is, is and, and i guess this is my thing cuz i'm not right
1: now we're fan. defending the banks no
2: i'm actually not it's it's the control that they take over your funds too, because we've seen a lot of people try to try to transfer funds into, to some places, and the bank's like, "Nope, we're not doing it." And and the people are like, "What are you talking about? This is my I money. It. I want to send it here." And they're like, "No, we don't. We don't. We're not. We don't support that type of stuff. Some of it's for crypto things. We're like, we're not allowing you to send it here." And I'm like, "Well, you know." And I get there's a lot of fraud and that type of stuff going on, but I mean like. with a little bit of research, you can see it's a legitimate company and and that type of stuff. So that gets a little bit squirrely for me. I'm like, you know, you feel like
0: you're begging for your own money. Yeah, we have a friend. It's a client of Bitbuys who as the price was coming down recently. He's like, hey, you don't want to buy a bit more. And he usually wires over to you guys. I don't want to say his name, but he went on. He's like, Tom, what is your limit on your interact e-transfer? And I told him, he's like, well, I didn't know you can make it that much. So he called and I, I won't say the bank name. You know, it was TD and uh, he gets on the phone with them and they basically argued with him saying, we're not going to raise your interact transfer limit unless you tell us where the money's going. And he's like, well, I'm using it for multiple reasons. Like it's not always going to the same place. I just, it's my account. Can you just please raise my limit? And he's like, no, we're not going to raise your limit until you tell us where the money's going. And he's like, it's, I, I love my mom and I'm sending money to my mom. How about that? (laughs) And he had to get a manager on the phone and the manager finally approved it. But this was all like, this is his money right that he was basically having he felt like he was begging to get his money really
2: i just <laughs> love the the answer Yeah, gave like them. listen <laughs> i
0: love my mom i'm sending money to my mom regularly i need a higher limit okay that's where I, what you know like what do they want to hear you know yeah. they so wanted,
1: they want and they also want to charge you high fees but
0: i can see like so if i just bring this back to bitbuy for a second, a place like Bitbuy where that much volume is flowing in and let's call it people's, you can call it their investment, you can call it some people's savings. Like I'm looking at Bitcoin as a savings account. Okay. So now an exchange like um, or a digital marketplace, what's the right language for Bitbuy?
1: Uh, Yeah, a a crypto trading platform. A crypto trading platform. And marketplace. And
0: marketplace is taking, let's say, some of my savings. So they're replacing the Canadian bank's savings account. Really, that's what they've done in, in a sense. I don't know if anyone's thinking of it that way. Then if some of these guys over time start bringing in like a credit card.
2: Yeah, yeah. If they,
0: but if they bring in a credit card and then, they, then if they allow some interest to be paid on some of my savings there, it, whether it's in Bitcoin or if they're going to bring in like USDC and pay it in USDC, now you have something that's a direct competitor to the banks. And I don't even think the banks see any of this coming. I think they're still laughing at this. Like you can say this out loud, and I think the banks don't even get it.
2: Yeah, I mean, imagine a Bitcoin, it's miner, it's imagine a Bitcoin in
0: miner in Canada buys a BitBuy. Now, a Bitcoin miner that's out there harnessing energy, mining Bitcoin, brings in, gets people's savings accounts, introduces a credit card. Like it's a whole other banking system being built out. Yeah, but what about the revolution the reg- is here? No, it feels like it. Yeah, but what about
2: when yeah. the when the right re- if the regulators don't allow it to happen?
0: But they are kind of allowing it to happen. Well, no, they, they your your
2: point about uh, uh, you know if, if they add additional products all under one roof to compete against the banks. Yeah, I guess I guess. Well, what are you considering? This is a
1: comp- Look, we live in Canada. This is a competitive marketplace. We have the right to compete with banks. They're businesses, right? So they either become competitive offer these types of products to their customers because their customers want them or their customers will move platform uh, their money to other platforms and they have the right to do so and that's 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 the bottom line right so they have to play catch up and obviously they're going to be there's going to be they're going to be threatened they're not threatened yet and the amount of people that are using our types of platforms like you guys is still so small and and I think it's, it's still going to be small for the foreseeable future because people aren't willing to to to, to jump through these hoops, and, and and a lot of people just don't care, right? Like people are like, yeah, you know, that's uh, also a good I get, point. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm making uh, you know two percent or whatever the you know um, it's a half a percent of interest and. You know, I'm, I, you know I, I go to work, I go home, I get my Tim Hortons, and, you know, I, yeah. I, 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 I eat my... Uh, yeah, they're living know, in their
2: world. They got their own problems they can't... Yeah, you can't blame them well. for yeah, it. They no, 100%. Problems. And, that's, and
1: that's the masses, right, guys? Like, I mean, you guys know that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. hey, you want to buy real estate and make money and do investments? like, yeah, I don't know. I'm tired. I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. I got... I, Long you know, day. I work, which is fair. Yeah.
0: I can't even argue No, that. no, we've all been there. Yeah. We've all yeah, been there.
1: Right. So... W- but uh, obviously, it's changing, yeah. and we've mm-hmm. and we're seeing that firsthand. Like for the people that want to change,
2: so y- mm-hmm. you guys are the first ex- or marketplace or ex- you know uh, digital. I keep what, calling them an exchange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's yeah. call
0: it digital marketplace. Okay,
2: so you guys are the first ones. Uh, what is it? Is it regulated in Canada? Licensed? Like what? What, yeah, what, what is, is the, the word? language so it's, it's, to use? Oh, it's OSC. We're the ones that now you guys are like regulated through. Is that correct? Yeah,
1: for, uh, first registered marketplace and then in addition to that we're also the um, registered as a restricted dealer to uh, trade crypto assets. So okay. yeah, uh, so we were approved by the Ontario Securities Commission. Um, a
0: restricted like, dealer sounds like you're selling firearms to me or yeah. something. <laughs> <Yeah>. restricted <laughs> firearms. Restricted
1: so that, and that's what I was going to ask. So
2: they 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 look at you like what do they they consider you guys? So they consider you guys
1: so, so for now, we, we, we have the uh, approval as a restricted marketplace in Canada to tr- for people to transact and trade crypto assets. So when we were the first ones to get that approval here in Canada, that means that Tom could sell you Bitcoin in our marketplace, in the Bitbuy marketplace. Yeah. And we are essentially the platform that facilitates that trade, but we're not trading with you. Right, a restricted dealer would be more like a broker who's actually selling you guys the crypto, versus you guys being able to go. Uh, Tom sets a limit order on BTC CAD for sell to sell his Bitcoin for forty-five K, or or whatever. Yeah, fifty K Canadian. Yeah. You come along, you see that order sitting I'm there. Buying. You're like, I'm 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 buying that order. And so now that's a that's just a marketplace where uh, customer A. Has traded with customer B.
2: It's so weird. So they they they're looking at so that if it, they're looking at crypto currencies or Bitcoin or whatever, and there's you can you know there's a range right, but as assets, and it wasn't long ago. I mean that we were having this discussion that I was kind of playing devil's advocate with you and saying, okay, well when the government bans these, here's maybe mm-hmm. how they. Do, what if they just outright? Now that there's just more and more of it's getting regulated, if that threat seems to dis seems to get smaller every day because they'd have to reverse a lot of their own decisions, which they could still do, but it seems like it's pretty diminished at starting to get ingrained into the financial system.
0: The one that's going to be regulated, I know you guys are going to introduce it, USDC. I just... I got to think this year, 2022, something happens
1: with the stable coins.
2: But the thing is, if they're really backed by the...
1: It's already happening. It's called the travel rule. What's that? That is part of what they have on the on the swift wire system so it's them it's regulators being able to see where the money is being sent so they're tracking like it's all being tracked
0: so there's there's
1: systems in place to like track all the different wallet addresses and you have to actually say oh you want to send you know twenty thousand usdc over here you have to type in where are you sending it? What's Is that players? why on Bitbuy
0: now I see if you take it into your own personal wallet, there's those questions that are coming up? I guess that's part mm-hmm. of this whole yeah, process? exactly.
2: Yeah, I saw that with the, the, my ShakePay wallet for not a lot of money. I forget what I was sending someone. And it's like, hey, who's this going to? And then you want, they want their name and stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's a it. change. Yeah. Can't you yeah. just lie, and send it to your
0: own wallet and say, hey, I, I sent it to Nick Karadz. Attacks him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You could. Yeah. <laughs> I sent it to over. But you send it. You put it in the address as your wallet. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I put in your name. Sorry, <laughs> I don't have this stuff anymore. <laughs> Nick has it.
1: Yeah. And and it goes back to like the same thing I was telling you guys before on the show. So... There's tools like Chain Analysis and trace, And these are companies that are built around cryptocurrency monitoring. So monitoring different addresses, tracking the different uh, blockchain addresses. Is that Darknet? Is that for terrorist Yeah, financing? so it's all going to be tracked. And, okay. and, and this is this, the same idea, but now you're doing like a voluntary disclosure, making sure that, you know, you're not doing anything So it's becoming illegal.
0: more like what Michael Saylor is saying, that this stuff is going to be part of the financial system. And you'll look at something like Bitcoin as the, you know, the perhaps one of the best assets to own, but it's going to be ingrained in the financial system. Everyone's going to be able to tra- track it as opposed to some of the anarchists, and I don't mean that in a bad way, some of the anarchists who believe we should all have less regulation, less rules, and everybody can custody their own stuff and nobody should really be tracking it. We're headed more in Michael Saylor's direction right now, I would say, from just hearing this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah, and, and, and the thing about the Ontario Securities uh, uh, approval and the Canadian Securities Administration it actually should give people an extra level of comfort because part of that whole process was them auditing our processes, uh, was them making sure we had the right insurance, making sure that we had the right compliance staff um, on board, that we essentially, um, you know, had those policies, those procedures, um, you know, different um, checks and balances on the way that the business is being operated, so that it prevents us. Prevents us from just basically being like cowboys. Uh, so essentially like a, a regulated financial institution, very similar to that, different levels of working capital, making sure that it's a fair marketplace. It's not a marketplace where essentially it's, it's, it's unfair for a trader mm-hmm. to come in there and trade. And I think it, it, it actually progresses things along and they're actually more progressive and they, they got, kind of got their, their whole act together here to, to put this framework in place. Like I'm not the one put screaming, "Hey, more regulation, more regulation!" It, obviously, you know it was very expensive and it was a lot of work to get it over the line. But I think it'll weed out a lot of bad actors and t- for the for the companies that aren't able Agreed. to kind of get that's it fair, together yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And, and and get. That and that's out the line. thing with
2: any new space. There, well, not and just new any any space. Well, I mean, look at real estate. How much fraud is there in real estate mm-hmm. with mortgage fraud and stuff like that? It's all over right. the place, right? So, yeah, if you want if you want structure around it. So, you know, yeah, it's people, not
0: necessarily bad, no. if, you know, some of your ideals might be thwarted if you're like, oh my gosh, these regulators are in here, but ultimately it could be a good thing. I guess, um, Nick, would, were, something else there? You were no, I
2: was just thinking, yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, if you still, it, 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 there's still a lot of other benefits to it. You know, if you're, if you're like a, a hardcore kind of purist from the early days it's like
0: oh, mm-hmm. you know
2: F the govern, F everyone and I just this is I like, feel like you know. I still have some of that yeah in and me. I can see some of that but but there is <laughs> there is to your point there is a good side because because if you want mass adoption then mm-hmm. you need some regulation otherwise it just people won't I don't know if the mass adoption I think for it to happen is a lot harder because and people are busy with stuff. bring more their money stuff. into
1: this space, it'll bring more institutions in this space. Might bring it more and more the institutions so, for yeah. sure.
2: The institutions that deal with some some it. big funds, mm-hmm. they need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a pension fund can't look at this, or a big insurance company that has to, like some they of can't look at this. If it's still like <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, hear,
0: I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're
1: saying. No, and it, you know what? And, if you, and you want makes 100k faster, a, this you need this. From a customer standpoint, no, I'm fine slow. Like, look, I like I'm I'm sitting here, you know, running this business, and I'm saying, yeah, you know, I've just gone through this whole. Uh, you know, process and it's been a ton of work and there's been a lot of late nights and, you know, it's, we, we got it over the line, but from a customer standpoint, yeah, like it's frustrating because now you're having to, you know, answer additional questions, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, so at the end of the day, I flip it back and say, well, what's the benefit to the cost the end customer? And, um, and I think really it comes down to them doing their best to protect you. Right. Um, So, Not just around, you know, making sure that the business itself is operated properly, but also like reducing the amount of risk that people are taking. Like you guys are smart guys, but there's there's other people that come on, you know, and maybe like dump their life savings into XRP and then it's down 30 percent and you know and then they sell it and it's just like yeah, it, it's kind of crazy that's little, fair. It, it gets For a little sure. bit crazy that's so fair. Yeah. there's 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 checks and balances around oh, that well that's i never well. thought about that's some fair. of the stuff
0: they must go through because some oh, people yeah. don't know what they're doing buy something it goes down 30% they definitely blame these guys oh my god oh my god what a business it's like real estate but a totally different it's like a modern right. modern version um so, but something else just around the banking system that i just found really interesting if 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 these guys if bitbuy introduces the opportunity to have USDC, something just hit me because I'm like, oh my gosh, you need the banks even less because let's say uh, again, love my Bitcoin, not planning to sell my Bitcoin ever. Okay. But let's say we I bought, it. bought some, yeah, but no. But the, the 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 point I'm trying to make is Greg, that,
1: Greg's not listening. Don't worry. Yeah, some
0: people are not going to be like that, so they're going to be hey, I'm going to buy some Bitcoin, but in the uh, sell some Bitcoin, but uh, see how I said buy instead of some, uh, sell some Bitcoin, but in the in that moment, they might take their money back to a Canadian bank. But if these guys have USDC, now, why does the money ever leave Bitbuy? Because well, if I sell my Bitcoin, I'm going to hold it in US dollars in the form of USDC. These guys, it is, it's is—it's a, a black hole in a different way. Like the way, Jordan, you were saying it's a black hole. Bitcoin's a black hole. Some of these marketplaces and exchanges are a black hole.
1: But let me take your point one, one step further. The... Ability to sell back to a stable, uh, pegged cryptocurrency means that then you can go self-custody on your ledger, which is what a lot of those guys like. Like, for now, if you want to sell it back, you could sell it back to CAD and just leave it, the CAD on Bitbuy. So, like, that problem. Mm-hmm. Okay, problem, that's a good point. Solved, I never right? thought about that because I never leave
0: cash in there. I'm always putting yeah. it into something. But, yeah, okay, because I could have held the cash. Right. But, yeah, the USDC, I can sell it to USDC, it's, and then I can custody in my hardware wallet. Right,
1: That's that's if you don't want to leave the…
0: Uh, Okay, so let me, what would your thinking be? Let's say there's some regulatory, let's say I'm like, okay, I am going to buy a whole bunch of USDC through Bitbuy. What would you guess would be a regulatory response if they change the regulations? Am I going to have like 30 days to get out of USDC? Let's say they debank what is it? Who owns USDC? Circle? Circle. Let's say they debank Circle in the US. I'm just going worst case scenario. Do you think I would have like 30 days to get out of my USDC or just best guess? What do you think would happen in that environment? I'm not holding you to it. You know what I mean? Because I think that's some of my personal uh, uh, curiosity is what are the regulators going to do to Circle in 2022? If I buy some USDC and hold it because I'm not ready to deploy those funds elsewhere, if they get shut down or debanked... Well,
1: well the, the what my understanding is that Circle's treasury holds all the USD USD that they issue. So, if if they're issuing more USDC, it's because they have the USD More US dollars, so what's in, they put in circulation, they're holding the US dollars. Yeah, like so, I So so there's a like you can go directly to Circle and you can redeem one to one. Oh God! Yeah, it.
0: if it's yeah, so audit- that could be my backup going directly to Circle. Yeah, and, and you- we
1: have and, and Bitbuy has an account with Circle, full transparency. Got so it. So we could just go to Circle for you get your USDC back. Got it. If and, it's yeah,
2: audited, it's I don't good. see like it, because they can track it on chain, right? And if it's audited, it's not. There's less control, so so they would prefer it if it was a a government issued you know a, a digital currency for sure. But it's not this massive, you know, risk to the US dollar or because it's opaque,
0: they can yeah, see into the and, network and
2: they're using the US dollar. So it's just a big ass savings account that people are. So if it's if it's truly using the US dollar, so it's not. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? So maybe so, the maybe the US not, is going to... F-
1: that's what you hope. Like that's what with the issue right with with like for example Tether. Like is it one to one exactly? Are yeah. they printing more? Okay. So th-
2: yeah, that, and then that's ex- that's exactly that's the then problem. It's
1: a
0: derivative.
2: Yeah, that's that's the problem. Okay, and then, so let's and then stick it with circle. That
0: it's dollar for dollar, we'll and we'll let's we we'll are we'll assume it a do- is yeah. a US dollar in a bank account somewhere for every USDC that's issued then this gets really interesting because if they decide, forget CBDC, central bank digital currencies, we're just gonna let the proliferation of these stable coins because it's doing our work for us and we're more comfortable with it now because before we thought we couldn't track stable coins. So if Nick Carradza buys it and sends it to someone halfway around the world, we don't know where that's going, but now the reporting and on-chain analysis is better so they can actually see it where it's flowing around the world and maybe they get really comfortable with it and they're just like stable coins are are, are, our answer that leads me to the next thing, that stable coins then could destroy all their fiats because the U.S. dollar will ultimately become the king of all fiats through the U.S. Uh, uh, yes, USD. I can Correct confirm that countries.
1: 100% of the reserves that back USDC are held in cash in short, uh, short duration U.S. Treasuries, uh, Jeremy Allaire, CEO of Circle, told members of the House Financial Services Committee. So that's a fair assumption that we can make. And so really, you know, we're, they're just creating... Like a layer on top, yeah. Like it's like yeah, a yeah, layer. Yeah. T- it's like yeah. it's just another. Instead layer. of wiring, yeah.
0: you're using basically. But to your point, then yeah,
2: then it swallows up other like 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 foreign. So like you know, Canada's currency is not in too no. much versus but the US. In, but if you're in, well, right now, Turkey, Turkey, <laughs> right? You're, could you not
0: just standardize on USDC?
2: Well, you're as a as as a citizen, you're trying to get rid of your lira in any way you can. You know, so yeah, you're trying to get into use US USDC. paper
0: dollars if you want or USDC, yeah. and we just start using that. Turkey might be a big enough economy well, there, they there, wouldn't do you, there's it there's also
1: fees right like now you ha- now you get into settlement issues like if you're settling your USDC on the ethereum that's blockchain that's a good point that's, now, true. that's now, true now I mean, now if that ethereum can get really expensive and if ethereum yeah. gets so that's okay for us we don't think about that but these other countries that's that's yeah, that, be and the if ethereum really gets shut down
0: ethereum's not as decentralized, nearly yeah. as decentralized as but Bitcoin, but and
2: the other governments would do whatever they could to stop it because they then don't control their own currency. Monetary policy, and the U.S. then controls the global currency, so even big company, big countries like China, Russia, yeah. like they'll they'll put a stop to that. So that I don't
1: think that. But flies. the black
0: market for it or gray market, whatever. The yeah, which exists for today. already all over the place, right? But, yeah.
1: but you can settle USDC on, ETH, uh, Algorand, Solana, Solana, now, and Tron. Oh and really? Tron, that's right. Oh, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah cuz the fees are getting so yeah. so high on yeah. Ethereum that they're moving some of it over Solana's to Solana is
1: an interesting chain.
0: It seems like
1: it. Mm-hmm. It like, gets a
0: bad rap just because it's so VC backed from what I understand, Right. but, but it seems like but it is so centralized as well. Mm-hmm. Right. It's Yeah, we, but
2: is it is it a, you know, is it a token or is it a, is it a technology? Like is it a it's, technology that like
1: They call it like an ETH killer. Yeah, yeah. right? Cuz it's another uh Smart layer contract one. layer. Yeah.
2: See, yeah. I, ju- I just look at all those things as like a technology company. And do I want to buy the technology company? I look at their tokens almost as like stocks in the technology company. I don't even equate it to, to Bitcoin. But you I know gotta, a lot of people do. I just, it it doesn't even, I don't even view it the same
1: well, way. Well, what, Ra- what Raul uh, Paul what is. That's That message is, is approved. <laughs> he says, look at it as like a network, like an internet network. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and so instead of like, so similar, like basically like exactly like um, Tom said but sorry Nick said but um, what are the network effects so like what's the usage mm-hmm. and then people will build more software on top of it mm-hmm. but it's like it's because people are using these chains and these networks and then how many people are using it how many transactions are being used on it mm-hmm. and then chart all of those um, metrics as the fundamentals to why they have value and then uh, for example I was listening to one pod and they were saying well Solana like has in a very similar um, growth curvature on those key metrics as Ethereum did in the early days. And you could almost like map the- Yeah, it's following uh, Metcalfe's law, the network adoption. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that, and that is how people should be valuing these assets mm-hmm. and how they should be pricing them. So many people no, are going to get missed this boat yeah. over the next 10 we'll years. No, we'll
2: know in five or 10 years when we look back and be like, oh yeah, that was, was how we should do it. Or like, oh shit, that was the wrong way to look at it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So Jordan, what can you tell us about the announcement that was this week about Bitbuy and I don't even know the name of the company. WonderFi. I always just think Kevin O'Leary. Yeah, <laughs> WonderFi. That's what he's. Yeah. That's what it's called. That's yeah. why he's Mr. Wonderful. His company. They were. Named Wonderfi? They, they
1: were originally uh, DeFi Ventures.
0: Oh, got it. Got
1: it. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, or DeFi Technologies. I'm okay. Sorry. And um, and then uh, they switched it to WonderFi. Yeah. he's probably what, better branding, let's face he, it. So I
0: think one of the
2: rounds, from what I read, it was like one of the rounds yeah. he, he led with a bunch of, one of his companies or something. With oh, got it. Led it. And then from that point, then they switched it, I think. I, I don't know how got long it. ago that was or whatever.
1: Yeah, so their mission is to essentially democratize finance, um, and they're doing that through DeFi technologies and making it easier for the average person to then participate in DeFi through their applic- their application, and um, we all know, like you know, when people talk about DeFi, it's like, okay, buy this token here, and then move it yeah. into this wallet, and then stake it here, and then MetaMask that, and yeah, then yeah. wrap Meta- it in this. That. That. <laughs> like, well, I'm just saying, like yeah, uh, for the e- average person, like yeah, I'm just like, like about, right? yeah, wrapping
2: oh it right. You got to wrap your ETH. I'm like, yeah. I got to what wrap my what? <laughs> they wrap it up. Yeah, You, know, yeah, 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 put you a mean, bow this is a gift it. to somebody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wrapping my ETH. Um, so so they're gonna they're doing that. And the cool thing about that is they're also doing it in a way that is going to be really easy to track it from a tax perspective and a regulatory. And all got it. So they're they trying
0: know. to do it the proper way. And they have a, a, a deal that's not closed yet, but in place with Bitbuy as of this week. We we, yep. we got the news. I don't know when this all kind of started. How's that making? Um, how does I'm that- super excited. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
1: And it and is honestly, it's a great synergy. And I uh, I think that we're, uh, you know, really lucky to to have got this done, and uh, and um, I think the future is looking better than ever for for both Bitbuy and WonderFi as a combined entity. Yeah, that's sure. Good. If that's
2: their mission, like that's a pretty cool mission because if you can take what ever, like everything we're talking about, and make it user friendly and make simplify it for people, put it under one roof, it kind of it sub- changes things substantially. And yeah. it's a
1: lot of the stuff that you guys talk about in terms of like getting yield and getting interest and like that's what defi really it, like mm-hmm. is when yeah. we talk about democratized finance like it's it's the it's the next evolution of all the stuff that we talk about you know with stable coins and holding bitcoin as digital gold and now you know why can't i go earn you know 15% interest on my assets through this staking pool and have that do that securely and 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 earn these higher yields like is that not allowed because we're so used to you know 8% on this or you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, like, 0.8. Like, like oh, you yeah. see like 20% 0. You're like 20%. Yeah. yeah. You guys crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. but, but, but these types of opportunities exist out there. Um, it's just that the average person, it's been you difficult. Yeah. You you have to.
0: The from. average person, I, we still get tons of questions on how do you move Bitcoin into a hardware wallet? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, yeah. and then you have to explain private
1: keys, your Bitcoin's living on the network Copy and paste yeah yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah qr codes
1: yeah a lot of people don't even know how to copy and paste mm-hmm. but copy wow. and paste is like i feel like you once you, i feel like once you learn how to copy and paste <laughs> you're, you're advanced, on your way you're advanced.
0: once once i discovered on a mac you could copy something on your mac and get it on your iphone that oh, they yeah. shared that I, I thought my world changed forever because i could see something on my mac and then like text it out to somebody that was like a huge discovery but it really works well in this whole space because you can take addresses off your Mac, but put it onto your, your mobile app. Right. Little things like that, yeah. but you're right. My mom doesn't know how to do that. Yeah, so many people oh, don't know to yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. QR yeah, codes. Yeah, I'm sure your mom you does. You know what? The one, thing that,
2: the one thing that COVID helped with crypto was um, QR codes, because now everyone's familiar with QR codes, because if you went to a restaurant in the last year and a half, or some of them, you've had to scan for menus and everything. Right. Remember QR codes? I thought QR codes were dead. Remember they kind of came out, they were the, the next big thing and then they just kind of disappeared. like disappeared i'm like yeah. yeah those things were useless they yeah. died but i now, never knew how, i honestly for, didn't know how to use them yeah but now for wallets and stuff like that it's just easier to scan yeah, i mean you need a
0: qr reader and then it was like the iphone the camera automatically picked up what a qr code yeah. was and that also changed what things. about
1: near field technology like where you could just like oh yeah put yeah. your phone next to the payment processor and then like it pulls up your apple wallet and then you just do like a face id so yeah, yeah yeah that's that, really good that's except cool. face, really I- cool. face
0: id when you're wearing a mask in a store has apple it not is figured that out yeah yet? everybody does it you see everyone oh, yeah. in the cash register are just pulling their mask down i'm okay yeah. i'm just doing this for my face id and everyone's like oh that's fine i know you yeah, must pay fine. us pull your mask down <laughs> when, when they're <laughs> okay <laughs> to pull your mask down if you're gonna pay us but <laughs> otherwise <laughs> please keep your mask yeah. on when they got rid of
1: fingerprint idea i was like why why would you get rid of fingerprint? fingerprint was easier than face they should have both it was so good fingerprint was it was good Okay, uh, but, product engineers at Apple, if you're listening, yeah, pre yeah, yeah, yeah. reader. Okay, thank you guys. Yeah.
2: Hey. So to your point about yield, though, is I, I agree completely because it was like what last week or a couple of weeks ago, I was you know looking at I have some some funds with some USDC at Ledin, and I'm just looking at this and I'm like, why do I not have more money here? Like if I have a savings account elsewhere, I have kind of different silos of savings. So one was for. Um, uh, one of the corporations that we have with a couple of properties in it. There's a little bit of a slush fund there for right. repairs and things like that. Sure. So, and it wasn't in a t- it was in a tangerine account because it pays better interest. I don't know what it pays two percent maybe one and a half. I don't even know right. Mm. But I'm just looking at it. I'm like, why am I holding it here? If I can put it over here and earn the nine percent in USDC, and I know there's like you know because we were talking about potential legisl- uh like regulation risk risk with USDC and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, seems like yeah, volatility. I'm already feeling better about yeah. it all, yeah. But I'm like,
1: especially like with like the end of the year, right? Like you're like you're reviewing exactly. Like how did you do that's last exactly year. where I did it. Yeah.
2: yeah, I'm like, why is this money sitting here? And and yeah, to your point, I'm like, yeah, okay, well, that seems silly. So yeah, that that's exactly and. It's still a process, right? Because then I had to go to the bank. No, I had to transfer. Yeah. Think about this. I had to transfer from Tangerine to uh, TD. I had to go to the bank, or I forget. Maybe it was just an internet. I used a couple of internet transfers. Transferred it up to Bitbuy. Bought it on Bit, 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 Bit. Bought Bitcoin on Bitbuy. Transferred over to Ledin. Then from Ledin, transferred it into USDC, right? I did not even know what I ended up paying in the fees and, then, and things yeah, like that.
1: Yeah, and then you probably pay like. You know, one to two percent of the whole process, right? And then, so now that eats in. Now you're from nine till seven. But then, th- how many years you're gonna leave it there? And then, you, if you need to get it out for the slush fund, yeah, use it. there's so, more fees. So yeah. there, there's 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 a lot of friction. Exactly, yeah, that and that's and where. Still.
2: So if you bring that all under one roof, all of a sudden, you're like, holy cow, this just it changes the game, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, that's that's really what cool.
0: multiple are the Canadian banks gonna pay for these guys in the future? Because because well, to our so point that the they're game. still they're going to be so late to the game and to Jordan's point earlier it's still so small the amount of people doing this kind of stuff but when you hear yourself explain it Nick and you think about it you're like yeah like why do I have I, when I heard you say that we have multiple different corporations and if you take the some of the slush fund money that you might keep in different corporations if you combine all of that and think you can earn a much higher rate like nine percent what the heck are but we but the doing? yields yeah. will the yields will we'll come down will we'll come down because yeah, yeah.
1: right now they're they're, they're the, the yields are where they are because they want guys like uh, Nick to to put their money in, so that the that the space can suck in more liquidity yeah. and bring in and bring in more liquidity and do more trading and yeah. do more derivatives and do more lending. Yeah, and Naturally, the competition have, yeah. will increase. Well, a year, ago, a year ago, a year
2: ago was twelve percent. It was twelve and a half, yeah. I think. Yeah, right? right. And it, it went down to nine. Right? right. So that's why I'm like, I gotta take advantage of this now because yeah. at nine percent, yeah, it's just you're an like, early adopter. Yeah, there was a time when if you could earn ten percent, because the, there there wasn't as much money printing and inflation. But it's like you know, when I was younger, I was like, so if you can get a million dollars, and you can put it in 10%. some investments and get ten percent, that's what we were all sold bucks. when we were yeah. younger. You have a hundred. You'll get ten percent
0: in your retirement. Yeah, earn a million, save up a million dollars, you'll get ten percent. That's $100, 100 a hundred thousand dollars a year. year you retire. You're good. Yeah. yeah,
2: you know what I mean. So I just look at them like, yeah. That's what we were all that's told. That's what they told you. Well, well that, that, that was
1: implied in a lot. Of, you know, so you know. used to be able to get ten percent. I think we, we were yeah, able to get eight.
0: When I was a teller at CIBC, I'm pretty sure some of the bonds that we were going out the door were like eight, nine percent. Wow. Well, I down. mean, it's
2: your, your father-in-law. what he was looking, now this was way back, but he he used, you used to share the story that he raced home from the cottage or something to get a GIC at, what was it? 16, a, 18? No, 18 percent. A GIC. Wow.
0: Mid-80s, mid-1980s. He A came GIC? home from Gravenhurst. His brother went up to the cottage and said, you got to go back to the, t- to the city right now. You can get GICs at 18%. He immediately left, got GIC at 18%. He shared that story so many times, the big smile on his face. Think about 18%. If you're doing 18%, then there's nothing. just looking at your block. That's the there. latest hash. It's part of the latest hash. Oh, um, wow. The uh, really techie here. That's Jordan. so crypto. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. I'm, I'm very, like, I'm very 13K, much geek. I'm like what's trending? Very much. I'm a proud geek. Okay. I'm I consider myself a geek. I've watched the market cap here
2: uh, tr- uh, drop.
1: Guys, over focus time. on what I'm saying. Not the b- clock okay, behind 18%, me. 18%. So how long did he get that for? Sorry.
2: No, I was just saying because I've watched the market cap drop by. I forget how many how many um yeah. billions just while we've been here. So I had to look at the price. I'm like, what happened to the price? Because that's a big drop. Buying opportunity. So, yeah, <laughs> that's we exactly what this, I thought. Like, like, hey Jordan. I mean, this morning. Yeah, this morning. Like, yeah, this we're, morning. like within Remember, the last like 20 minutes, yeah, you're we, watching it go well, down. Well, when we started, it was at 800 billion the market cap. It went up down to 780. Now it's, now it's uh, back
1: at 790. 790. Yeah, so oh, you I've, have I've, the market I've, cap. Yeah, because right I've just we have one of those at the office. Do you? But I haven't set it up the same way as you. We just have it uh jumping between. Bitcoin and Ethereum at uh, USD and CAD prices. So oh, I, cool. I, I like how you have the market cap.
0: Love, yeah, cool. market cap, the latest hash, the number of nodes. You're sitting in front of a full node right there, Jordan, on the desk. That's a full Bitcoin node right
1: here. Very cool. Yeah, so um, yeah, we're, we're all geeked out. We're totally yeah, gotta geeked out. <laughs> I got to catch up. I'm living in the past.
0: <laughs> You're not running a full node, Jordan. What is happening at the office? Every Can you imagine they all every individual had a full node <laughs> yeah. over there? Um, but uh, anyway, so back to our conversation yeah, 18%. at 18%, I, j- I was just thinking like how this world is, um, the banks have very few cards to play anymore. Like they can't offer interest. Their systems seem old. They have bank branches that are costing them money. And I, I'm not really trying to really kind of, you know, piss on them too much or anything. I just no, feel but like you their aren't. model, but their model is just breaking out. It reminds me of Blockbuster and Netflix, like, you know, remember Video 99 yep. and Roger's video? You saw them everywhere in Blockbuster. And slowly over time, you just see them disappearing. And Netflix just grew and grew and grew. You can kind of see the same thing's going to happen here. It seems like that. I, but, I don't see The how. banks are much better protected, have better walls around their business, for yes. sure, than the, renting movies. The problem is that they move so slow. They move slow. And yep. they got a lot of people and a lot of real estate. So,
1: so yeah. let me ask you guys a question about Latin. Is it, like, set up so that it's a drip? So, like, that all of the interest that you earn, then... Buys more, and then now you're yep. earning compounding. Interest. Yeah, yeah, you, you're mm-hmm.
0: earning. If you have a Bitcoin interest-bearing account, there, it's earned in Bitcoin, paid out
1: once a month, and then it goes. It uh, goes yeah, into your account, correct? It's just like a savings account, like a, and, and then it, and then it, then you earn interest on your interest. Correct. 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 Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. That was, you know, my father-in-law taught me that like uh, a long time ago um, when I was just dating uh, his daughter before we got married. He was like, "The best thing you can do is set up a drip." Yeah, yeah, dividend I remember reinvestment that. I remember program. That. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, yeah. You you earn dividends, dividends, and then the dividends buy more shares. Yeah, that I forgot. I totally true, forgot about it's that. True. Yeah, totally forgot. And he's about like, it. the power of compounding interest. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's one hundred percent true.
1: So where did uh, and then you do the math on it, and you're just like one times times this 1.0. Yeah, it's 100%. crazy how much I mean, it grows. Just keep times it yeah. you know, like year over year, and then it's just like,
0: where uh, Jordan? Where do you think? Uh, you probably never thought you would get to this point so quickly, or maybe you guys did, but now you've come to this point where BitBuy's been around for a little while. Like it's not been a long while. I'm, in yeah. your mind, it might be on forever, but right. it hasn't been that long. Right. Now you have Kevin O'Leary's company coming in here, and I know the deal hasn't closed, but there's like this yep. deal's gonna close with you guys what the heck can you you even extrapolate out the next few years because before it was just a few coins now you're adding more we've had a big conversation here about usdc that i didn't know we were gonna have
1: it's funny you always like whenever i come on you always ask me years i'm like i'm like let's just start with year
0: yeah it's a good point because
1: so much happens in one year here but um you know we just added all those coins the solana uh polka dot Dogecoin, Dogecoin. Uh, 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 some DeFi coins like Uniswap, SushiSwap, um a lot of things that people have been a lot of coins that people have been asking for. So we're gonna continue to add more coins and then in, and then what we're always focused on is also integrating the deposit withdrawal function. So a lot of other companies are adding all these coins, but you can't move them in and out. So you know, big one like with Solana deposit withdrawal, now there's a whole NFT marketplace that's built on top of Solana that's less expensive than Ethereum. So just like things like that where mm-hmm. you know you're continuing to integrate with the ecosystem and, and and allowing those sort of doing that extra work to flow it in and out. And then and then having other uh, blockchains integrated. So maybe like, for example, you're not just withdrawing ETH on the ERC twenty network, you're also using the uh polygon matic network you're using the matic network as well because we added matic as well which is uh, that's right the i saw that yeah
2: so you guys will it will like it, it, it and i don't like it's not built on i get it so but the the logic is that to withdraw your funds then you're not paying as much in gas fees yeah because you you guys are now then able to you to route it through a different network right and then the end user really doesn't even know at the end of the day that that's no the, no, the
1: user, the end user is selecting the different network oh, really? and putting in the different wallet address for that network, making sure that they match up the wallet IDs with the right network, and they're saving money. Huh. because the fee for that network might be lower mm-hmm. the, the mining. See, this fee. is what
0: Aiden's been talking. So this is like how 19-year-olds are ahead of everyone at this point. This is what Aiden's been talking about yeah. for weeks.
2: No, I, I was thinking about that, but I just wasn't like, you know, like I don't know your business, right? But I was thinking, yeah, you add coins and you try to attract more people. But then when you start doing that type of stuff, it's it it, it changes the, the equation all of a sudden. It's not just about adding coins because you can add, you know, a hundred coins that no one really uses and no one cares about. But when you start doing stuff like that, it kind of, it, it changes the value proposition. Yeah, oh, it's not just cool.
1: about just buying coins and holding coins it's like like there's the there's this whole you know ecosystem that's 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 forming like you know that Aiden's part of and you know, we're going to be slowly become a part of where you know it's not just NFTs, but it's you know, metaverse, it's digital real estate. You can see it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of this whole digital ecosystem, and then having these different chains and integrations is going to be a part of it. Obviously, you know, stable coins is a big one because people just want to be able to move that fiat and then invest that in different places. Just for moving the fiat, the stable coins just seem to make sense. What
2: about do you guys see demand at all for? And I, I, I don't know because the US dollar obviously is used more widely globally, obviously, but is there demand? For a Canadian stable coin? like I know there is one, isn't there? But I don't think it's widely. Yeah, there's
1: used. a. T, I think there's a Tcad, and I think that it all comes kind of down to adoption. So yeah, who the, the heck's using it? Well, that's why I, did, I didn't know people were. I didn't know so, people were asking. I guess so. So, so I guess like the use case there would be like if there was a bunch of Canadian exchanges, and then all of our users are like, well I want to use that exchange for this and this exchange for that and that this is oh, and, exchange you can for this. Guys and Like this this one has over there. And then you're just bouncing that TCAD like around yeah. the different exchanges. Because that's kind of what's happening with the USDC and traders are obviously arbitraging and finding strategies and moving coins here and there and then maybe, you know, buying different assets, digital assets mm-hmm. and so forth. So with us it's like well we have CAD and then you kind of come through here and you use CAD and we want you to continue to use bitbuy and you know we compete uh, with the other Canadian exchanges we think we're the best so it doesn't necessarily always make sense to have that stable coin and there's we haven't seen a lot of demand yeah, we, it. Had, we don't and see and the as much demand the demand
0: for, for USD c or any of the US dollar stable coins also comes from different businesses that are in like Malaysia 100%. that can't get yeah. access to US dollars through regular bank channels but then they can get USDC people also access. want
1: to trade in those uh, ratios. Yeah, got it. Right? Like people don't want to trade like $62,000 Canadian Bitcoin. Always they want to trade like, you know, $45,000 American USDC.
0: Yeah. Bitcoin and that's why market. I'm just thinking some of these fiats they lose. And I don't think governments get this yet. Just with this system, forget about all the Bitcoin threat, threat, not threat, whatever asset, whatever you want to call it. Just the fact that a US dollar stablecoin be- can become a de facto standard and the rails to use it are so easy. Kind of, it kind of diminishes it, the power of a lot of fiat's really yeah, quickly. But
2: that's why I don't know if the U.S. would like, you know, they might want to. They want to make sure that it's being run properly,
0: and they want to. But they re- might they shift want to, to regulate, really want it.
2: But they, yeah, that's why I don't think they shut it down because exactly. it grows their power globally exactly. for other currency. Yeah, you know, so.
0: So yeah. I think they might flip as looking at it as a threat to all of a sudden looking at it as like you know what maybe we want these to proliferate.
1: But I
2: still think yes, but I still think they want to control it. That's the difference. We'll,
1: we'll so. see what happens. Yeah. Like we'll see if they start creating new laws to try to shut these down because i think as far as as we're concerned like they have to op- they should operate within some sort of framework and like if there's no like legal basis as to why they're going to go and close down circle and shut down you know and tell jeremy alar to like take a hike then you know are they going to start pulling out these new you know, laws and like, and, and, and and create new legislation and then, and then, and then what politicians are doing that. And then if you're anti crypto and you're doing that, like, are you going to continue to get voted and get into power? Because people in power maybe want like are our, Want the proliferation of, especially with so, younger
0: voters coming in, right? And older voter voters dying off. You got yeah. the younger crowd coming right. in to vote. You're going to be anti some of this stuff. The younger mm. crowd's and, like, it, "What it, are you talking about?"
1: And you think like you know, the U.S. has always been more pro like technology than we see that out some of the other countries in the world. Like with the you know advent of the big tech companies and and sort of what's that done and and that whole um, you know sort of. Yeah, realm yeah. of politics just think, with the big tech right. companies so you're, in you're Washington and them going head to head and mm-hmm. you know what happened with oh, George, Joe, Joe Biden and, has a hardware wallet for I was sure saying, do you
2: think Joe Biden knows of Bitcoin <laughs> if you could if you ask oh, Joe Biden gosh. like
1: hey Joe no, what, what
0: do you think he does not know what, what Bitcoin what's is Bitcoin? Do you, he like, has no clue what Bitcoin <laughs> is so. <laughs> so, I don't know I, if, like, I, like, I don't know if he knows what day of the week it is
1: for me personally like I'm that fear doesn't really come like come to mind like I think it's it's important to like understand that as a risk and hedge yourself against it so that's kind of like why, you know, you, if you're, you're in this space, like maybe you're not a hundred percent, you have money in the traditional, but like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's 50, well, 50 like, or maybe, you know, in my case, like, you know, yeah. 70, <laughs> <Maybe laughs> yeah, 30, yeah. <laughs> but you know, the real is like, it's like when, when people just are start starting out, like even my, my dad's girlfriend was like texting me yesterday and I'm like, you know, 5%, she, you know, she sold her house in Toronto. She has some, she's investing more of these assets. and in the traditional system, I'm like, well, you know, like five percent of your net worth should be in mm-hmm. exposure. Oh to my god! Minimum, yes, right? Yeah. Of your liquid, just so to your start. liquid net worth, just, even if you're yeah, not taking yeah. your whole everything but that you have. Just to start, right? You <coughs> I, know, I 100 percent uh, agree. And, and then I kind of and, and you know, it's not investment advice, but I'm like, she, you know, she'll ask me, okay, well, how should I start? And I'll be like, well, you know, why don't you go 80 percent Bitcoin and 20 percent Ethereum. So if somebody
0: was to start with Bitbuy, I guess, uh, and this will will maybe be a little commercial for Bitbuy, it would be go to Bitbuy, open an account, you go through the KYC stuff, show your driver's license, make an account, kind of like you're making a bank account. Then you can wire transfer or interact e-transfer funds to your Bitbuy account, so then you now have Canadian dollars inside Bitbuy. Let's just keep Correct. it nice and simple. Yeah. Once the Canadian funds get on Interact e-transfer, how long does that take? A few hours or something like uh, that? Not it's even that, I think. Near yeah. instant. Yeah. Okay, Almost. that's right. It's gotten a lot faster. Yeah. So near instant. So after you're approved, you send the money over. Then let's say you send $1,000 over there. Then you can choose to buy Bitcoin or any of the other coins that you're talking about. And now you're in the game. And I think the reason that that's important to try out is not for the investment or to get rich, Right. I think it's just so that you're learning the space. I have a lot of of friends my age who are dismissive of this space a little bit. They're like, oh, I don't understand what's going on there. And I'm like, do not be like our parents. You know, we're in our late 40s here. In the next 10 years, this stuff is going to probably eat the financial world. You're going to want to know about it. So get in now. Yeah. Just almost from that point, Jordan, to your point about putting some of your liquid liquid net worth just from the education Mm -hmm. you're going to gain.
1: Right. Yeah, and if you're the kind of guy who sits there and be like, I need to have a balanced, diversified portfolio, then it's like, well, you know, if you don't have exposure to a $2 trillion asset class, then aren't you not, wow, balancing your Yeah, the portfolio. game's changed when we're talking no, that you I have know. to
0: have someone for a sum for a balanced portfolio. I agree. That's why there's still a lot of institutional
2: money, like these uh, these family offices and stuff that, you know, like we know some of the guys that w- yeah. we know as well, just even locally they're not in the game at all, but they have to they, you know, they're like, ah, you know, that's not for us, and they're like, mm-hmm. looking for private equity placements, stuff, stuff like that. They have to start paying attention sooner or later, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the coolest thing happened to me uh, yesterday. Uh, my oldest daughter, uh, Ella, so she's 11, she came up to me, she got $150 from her grand uh, grandmother or grandparents, I don't know if they're both, whatever, for, as part of her Christmas gift. And she's like, hey dad, so I want to do, I put $50 in my spending um, account. At least she's got these kind of jars, right? Spend, just spending and savings. So she's got $50 in the savings, um, $50 in the spending. And for the other 50, and I thought she was wanting to buy something sp- different or something. So I'm like, okay, what's coming here? She's like, hey, like, I'd like to buy Bitcoin with it. And I was like, what? I'm like, okay. Yeah, I go. So she's like, how can you help me? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we can figure that out. 11. Yeah. Yeah, So I was like, that was cool, man. So I guess it's just probably. Shit's changing fast. I love that. And she really likes Tom's daughter and stuff. And I know Tom's daughter has some. So maybe she's heard it from from us. We've been speaking about it all this And what's happening,
0: I think Sienna, my daughter, has seen her older brother really kind of like Bitcoin and kind of he's been in it for almost, it'll be this later this year, it'll be almost two years. So he's had a nice run and she's seen this. So I think she's saying... The virus is spreading. Yeah. It really is. The price going up really has a, uh, an attractive effect on people. But you know, she said something to me the other day. She goes, Dad, I know I have some of my savings in Bitcoin. Um, she said, I have... From Christmas, she had this $50. And she's like...
2: Oh, now what? I know where Ella got it from.
0: Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. So I she don't had know. this $50, but she said something different. She goes, you know, this is part of my spending money, but I don't need it right now. I would like to put this in Bitcoin. And I was like, Whoa like oh. she's now gone from yeah. like okay uh, my savings so then we had to have a bit of a talk that like hey this is a volatile thing I some money that you might need in the next week maybe the, the price can is like likely long term going up yes but in the short term this is a volatile asset so so now she's in grade 10 and i'm having these conversations with her about a volatile yeah. asset right and i'm like wow yeah. 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 does those sound like a yeah, conversation she
1: she, she's going to get punched in the face like she's going to buy it's going to go down and then she's like she's like what 10 yeah. years 10 how old like she's 12, uh 15 12. Now. She's she's years great old 10, 15. she's gonna take she's gonna take a couple she's gonna get a black eye yeah yeah, yeah. Be like damn and she's gonna learn early to be able to ride the ride the volatility yeah. and and and, and hold i can strong. see it with
0: aiden already because he's been in for a bit he's been through the rides like up and right. down and to him now it's just like oh yeah like i wonder what's happening with it today right you know i feel like almost nick and you and i are more shocked at some of the price movements he's more just like oh you know? I don't
2: pay attention that much to it anymore when I see these when you know because we've been through a bunch yeah, of wild rides already when you see the drawdowns I'm just kind of like oh man like I, just when I think I'm like okay I'm good for now and then there's a drawdown I'm like oh damn I gotta, I gotta get some more money in there you know I, I,
1: it's, it, I think like when I talk to guys who hold like a ton of these assets they don't even check what their portfolio draws down no. when because because they, they don't want to see like they don't want to see like in in, in their paper <laughs> ga- dollar terms. well i call it their paper gains
2: yeah, yeah it's yeah. like
1: it's not real right yeah. it's not real until you lock it in so it's like okay your paper gains have gone down so they know it's down but they don't need to know like the exact amount that that's, they went down because like, that when you start looking the exact amount it's like oh i lost you yeah. know xyz then you kind of then you're starting to let like trip yourself out and something head, is happening you
0: know? i'll have to admit to myself and i think this is where jeff booth talks about this quite a bit is that my unit of account is slightly changing because every once in a while i'll think about a house purchase and i'll think about how how much that is in bitcoin terms okay because i'll just think oh like how much is that in, in bitcoin and i've never had that thought with really anything else other than canadian dollars and i'm having it on and off where i'm like looking at one asset and pricing out in bitcoin not canadian dollars yeah. So there's this weird mental shift happening where Bitcoin is be- not always, but it is becoming a bit of my unit of account just in my mind. Makes sense. Yeah, that and that happened with me Probably recently. Because you hold so much. <laughs> maybe, maybe because I have <laughs> a little bit. Yeah.
1: It's because I
2: bought a uh, I bought a car recently, and I'm like, hmm. And I go, so that's like a full Bitcoin some. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So like. I kind of want I'm like yeah, okay I well, want I'm, that bitcoin back. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, like well, I'm yeah. kind of like paying it over the, so they had financing and it was 0.99%. I'm like, "You know what? A 0.99%, I'm taking the financing." right Let's go cuz yeah, I want, it, want I'll the pay leverage. you so whatever fuel. Yeah. And then you
1: buy more bitcoin yeah. so it's like and then you want the bitcoin and you want it and you're like, oh, "Fuck, I, like I don't mm-hmm. have that bitcoin anymore." So it's like it's encouraging, you know what Safedine says is like the deferred uh, yeah. yeah, and like encouraging. Well, where schemes. investment
0: real estate Sorry
2: No, sorry so, but then here, so then I started thinking Just one step further I'm like, holy cow So I'm going to pay 0.99% there If I keep the money I have to make these payments on it But then if I take the rest of the money And I put it in USDC In a lead account And earn 9% on it Yeah I'm like, holy I've, I think I figured out I think I figured out A little arbitrage thing yeah. here To pay for this car it's, weird, I mean? it's
0: made me think about Investment real estate too If you already own property When you have equity in it And you can pull out Some of that equity at like one point one five percent or whatever, and then put it into some of this stuff. You get to own the real estate. You're borrowing against the real estate, paying fiat rates yeah. on that, yeah. putting it in, earning a higher rate, straight arbitrage, and the interest on that is tax deductible. Yeah. So you, but yeah, but the, yeah, you you keep the so you keep the real estate asset.
2: You, you keep, keep the, the real new estate. Asset, you earn yield on the new asset, and yeah, you get the tax. And even wait, wait, wait,
1: hold on, hold on, the interest. That, that you're borrowing is tax deductible yeah, on the real if, estate? Yeah, because if
0: it's an investment property, we're not accountants, and you should speak to your accountant yes. about this, okay? <laughs> this is not financial Yeah, but if you're, if you're taking um, money against a property to use for other investments, and accountants are going to argue how this is done, when it's done, the, okay. what's considered another investment. Oh, wait,
1: but you just said other property. If you're taking money from one property yeah. and then putting it to use to another property, not yeah. putting it in a... Let in USDC? No, yeah. because that was that that an property. investment. As long as it's property. an investment property. Oh, that's property. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm no, but I'm looking at the USDC as like an investment. Re- oh, yeah. That's yeah. A, if you're
1: taking like a what a home equity line of credit. Yes. Yeah. A HELOC, right? Yeah. And you're taking that, and then you're, and then you're now putting that into another real estate yeah. property. You're saying that the. It's not what's not taxable. What so event let's say is what would your, be a taxable? So event? yeah, now
0: we're going into counting land. But if you're if you have your primary place of home uh, residence and you take a credit line, a HELOC to borrow for the down payment of an investment property, okay. Well, the interest that you're paying on that HELOC yep. is tax deductible because you've taken that money um, for an investment.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not accountants. So you get to deduct that against. Your any property. other capital income, gains. any other personal wow. income. Yeah, your okay. capital gains. Okay, yeah, nice.
0: And then if you have one or two or three other investment properties and over time they all start building equity through mortgage yeah. being paid down in appreciation, you might borrow now not on your primary place of residence, you might be borrowing more on properties number two, three, and four because you don't care to pay down those mortgages as much as your primary place of residence because the mortgages is on the investment properties. The tax, sorry, the interest on the mortgages on investment properties is all tax deductible. Okay. So then you learn something
1: not, new every day. Why
0: yeah. not leverage that up as long as the cash flow is supporting the portfolio? Yep. Borrow more on those investment properties at one or two percent, take that money and put it into other investments that might yield you six percent to nine percent to twenty percent.
1: Why do you think the government there's all allows, kinds of risks why there? Why do you think in, the government allows that interest to be tax deductible? Because they want to encourage more like more investments. And, and, and more movement of the money? Correct.
0: Okay. That would be my guess. Okay.
1: Yeah. But 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 the interest on your primary residence mortgage is not taxed. Correct. No, but the yeah.
2: price gain. So the difference is in the U.S. But, you, the, but the, the, the capital. The price the, gains are.
1: Are the gap. Yeah. yeah for, that's it, so that's where they offset that. Yeah. Because then you don't have to pay tax on your.
2: Whereas in the, in the U.S., the, your, your, the interest on their primary place of residence on the mortgage is, is tax, tax deductible. deductible. But, but the, the price the gains, gains are not. Exactly. Are, yes. And the
0: yes. cap gains here in Canada, especially in the Toronto area, have been just like absolutely astronomical. Right, so not you you should, in Bitcoin terms. Re- realistically, you should be tax moving tax.
1: like in your primary residence, like you should be bouncing around if you can. That
0: gets into a whole other tax thing because then CRA is saying, well, Jordan, did you really intend to live there? or was the whole purpose of you living there just to move very shortly? Mm-hmm. And that? So is there a,
1: a time window that you should- We had
0: a podcast with a really good tax lawyer about this. It that's is so cool. complicated. Yeah. Okay. And that's probably one of our All most right. listened to episodes, yeah. actually. Oh, okay, more, send it to me. Yeah, more, it's, that's it's, a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's more We're than
2: just a, a time. There's there's multiple different factors Trying to, to prove it. your intent.
0: Yeah. Things yeah. like, did you change your driver's license address matter, yeah. or did you just leave it at some other address because you knew yeah. you were moving? But shortly. if you lived
2: there for a couple of years with your family and then you moved on to something else, you know, they would probably, and you were living there and all your mail was going there. Like you guys were actually living there. They would have a pretty hard time saying that, you know, that, that. You, that wasn't your primary place of residence
0: but right, think about you know? this real estate thing for one more second if you can put down 20% to buy it for an investment property let's use $500,000 as an easy, easy example you put down a hundred thousand dollars to buy an investment property at 500,000 that investment property because Canada's crazy goes up in value um, and let's say it goes up in value 20% you pick your time frame one day or two years or three years or whatever it is if that goes up 20% that goes up to $600,000 you can then refinance that property, take out the hundred thousand that you originally put in, keep the real estate. You're refinancing it out like two percent. Then you can take the hundred thousand dollars. I know I'm. I, I know I'm kind of generalizing yeah, on the financing here. It's more like here. 80, but whatever. Yeah, 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 but whatever. But then yeah. you could take the hundred thousand dollars and put it into some of this digital finance stuff and earn a much higher yield. You're keeping your real estate. Yeah, that earns
2: cash flow. That earns the,
0: cash flow. The mortgage
2: gets paid down by the rent amount by someone else, and
0: yeah. you're getting into the digital no, I space. Know. And if you already own exist that's for a new investment property, never mind owning your other your so this, So we're calling this all the bank works, today? assuming
1: that the interest rates stay low and that the um yes. rates that they're yeah, a on lot things of and there's assumptions are- so, so is, too that, is that there's some that- stuff happening now that you guys know about like with these rising interest rates that you can share?
0: Yeah, generally it's 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 a it's a good headline because the Bank of Canada rates are gonna be determined by the Bank of Canada's overnight lending rate yep. and then the bond market, the fixed uh, fixed rates are determined by the bond market. Yep. So if the, if people puke on the Canadian bond market and say, hey, we don't like Canadian debt anymore, rates can go up on the in the fixed rate area. But variable rate is determined by the Bank of Canada's overnight lending rate, and they don't want to touch that sucker. So variable rates really haven't been going up. Um,
1: so, but I know like in the U.S. they're, the, they're looking to… The 10-year to, bond spikes a bit. To, to, yeah. yeah it's a lot of
0: talk. And yeah. a lot of it, Jordan… And it's
1: crazy how much it affects the short term of the stock market. And even… And and I think that has also ripples into the crypto market. Totally.
0: Spread. And that's happened over the last month. And a lot of it, Jordan, from what we see is a lot of people will say, oh, well, rates are going up and they go up a quarter point.
1: Yeah. In well, our that's, life, that's huge for them. It, right? Yeah, like, for, in it's their like context, they're, they're it's at huge. near zero interest rates, right? Th-
0: that's fair. So in that in that context, it's yeah, if you're huge you're in looking our, at a percentage. Yeah, yeah.
2: I
1: guess. It's, it's all it it's all derivatives, right? So like a quarter here then ends up being, uh, you know, one like half a percent year. Then that ends up filtering down to one percent and then two percent. And then it's all you know because it's all derivatives. And then everybody gets their little uh, a pound of flesh along we'll the way. We'll bring you
0: back to talk about all this kind of stuff because yeah, mm-hmm. we'll bring Jordan back and talk about all of that because it's that's a, you're a, yeah it's a, yeah, whole, a whole can, can of worms no yeah, yeah. yeah i'm sure yeah, you yeah, have yeah. other pods <laughs> okay of that a tax lawyer one yeah yeah, rate yeah, yeah. Hey, jordan <laughs> no. always uh hey man we always appreciate you doing this you came out here you're busy you got this deal on the go with bit by bit buys growing you guys are exploding in the best possible way um, i just want to thank the way you guys have been taking care of so many rockstar investors thank you for the way you guys have been doing that please pass that around to your team we're really thankful to have crossed paths with you we really get a kick out of talking with you and getting updates from you so thanks man thanks for stopping by and really yeah yeah my pleasure i
1: love i love coming on and uh, you guys have been awesome and uh, thank you for all of the rockstar clients that you've sent our way and uh, we'll continue to work hard to make sure to to serve you guys and uh, and your community.
0: Cool. Thank you. And next time, if you want to bring some free Bitcoin by, we won't stop you. You know, if you just want to say, hey, hey <laughs> why thanks, would Jerry. I bring it by? I just, uh, yeah, I that's just, true. You, I just it to you. in your pasta. Thanks, Jordan. Appreciate it. Cheers. You, thank you. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Hopefully, you enjoyed that episode with Jordan. You can check Jordan out and BitBuy specifically at bitbuy.ca. That's the URL. And if you are listening to this and you want to dive into some real estate investing and learn what's going on with other Canadian real estate investors and how they're investing in 20, 2022 you can come to our next introductory class at canadianrealestatetraining.com that's where you can pick up the registration for that and that is canadianrealestatetraining.com 2022 is going to be a really interesting year i think for the economy for real estate for all this digital finance space it's I, i you know i'm just i get excited about this stuff because i think it's going to be a bit volatile. But with that volatility in all these spaces, there's a lot of opportunity if you're informed. So make sure you're diving into the space. We think it's really important. That's why we're talking about and sharing our perspective. But but of course, excuse me, but of course, do your own research, your own due diligence, and just take what we, you know, what we're sharing as, as part of your own research. Anyway, that's it for this episode. Until next time, your life, your terms.